0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the
1: beginning matt how are you i am fantastic i'm ready for my jet trip into the future i, I don't think i think all they have
0: is hover cars i think that's the only difference that i see
1: oh hover buses that's true uh and poor bart and uh, ralph are forced to take the non hover bus <laughs> we will get there
0: hi right, guys we are brought to you by sports on patreon you support us by going to patreon.com/ the Simpsons Show. For only two hours a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh, we just released a bonus episode where we watched and talked about Goldfinger. And talked about how it made us think of Max Power the entire time. Also James Bont. James Bont. Uh we do have a person to thank, Matt. Ooh, okay. NATO Hunter. Thank you. Thanks, NATO Hunter. Don't don't hunt us since technically we are part of NATO. No, I don't that's I don't think I don't I don't I think it's Tornado, is my guess.
1: Oh, Nado, not Nato. Okay, whew.
0: I mean, all you gotta I was... do
1: is read the show notes, Matt, and you can see
0: the letters. Okay. I try not
1: to look at those until I absolutely have to.
0: Oh, God. This week's episode is Bart to the Future, episode BABF13, originally aired March 19th, 2000, written by Dan Greeny, directed by Michael Markentell. I think that's his first episode, I wanna say. It doesn't sound familiar. Yep, it's his first. He would go on to direct. Uh, a handful of other episodes uh episode originally aired uh march 19th reviewed approximately 8.77 million million viewing households that night with a no sign of 8.7 Finished 28th in the ratings with a uh let's see second highest rated show on fox that week following malcolm the middle which received a solid 10.0 wow i never knew malcolm did malcolm the middle did that well it did go on for a really long time yeah it was I mean, I enjoyed what I watched, I just i i was i think I was aging out of appointment television. I was
1: too busy being a teenager, yeah two thousand and that would have put me as a i believe a junior in high school, so television was not exactly the most important thing, not anymore um the
0: truck work gag non flammable is not a challenge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ
0: yeah, it can be anything can be. The couch gag, the living room, is set up like a nightclub with a disco ball, velvet rope, and a bouncer. The bouncer lets Marge Lisa Bart in, but sends Homer away.
1: Which is not surprising. It's Homer. I, no one I, wants yeah, him in their Homer, club.
0: Yeah. no Homers. They already got a Homer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they uh, they start the show with another camping trip. to. A, they're going to a park again, Matt. This is like,
1: <laughs> this was just an episode uh it's it's how they get the simpsons out of the house what do you do when you have kids you take them to nature nature is generally free or cheap that's that's fair
0: unless you're going to larva lake and apparently larva lake has been overcome the insects have now taken control and they eat a poor park ranger's hand well mosquitoes are pretty evil man not really anything i don't think um it it's it's a ghastly image i'll say that um so they can't go camping at least not there uh, and as they're driving, I guess back home, they pass a uh, Indian casino, a Native American casino. Um, Matt, hmm. I, I'm gonna, I just do it right now, right here. I'm gonna say it. This is terrible. This this casino the whole the, episode or just the the, the, the casino story? the casino
1: stuff. I it's know so it just, bad. it's bad. It's it's so uh, appropriationally. It's uh, it's just
0: um... it's like they're like it's like jokes from like the 60s come on god, like it's like this is 2000 i understand that like we've we've progressed a little bit but it's just so kind of boring lazy oh isn't it funny and native american people have different names that's like oh look, their names are different
1: oh god and their name is crazy yeah, i was uh-huh.
0: going hi hey, how are you yeah yeah like, oh. um, yes um but they go to the native American casino. I guess it's there's nothing else, so that's where they decide to go. Um but Lisa they have a very brief moment where Lisa gets to have like thoughtful thoughts about the fact that, you know, about casinos, native americans. Uh they get cut off by Bart and Homer just running straight into the casino. Uh and we hear the aforementioned stereotypes. Let's go, Marge. Come on, come on, come on.
2: Homer, you know I had a gambling problem.
0: Well, what better place to
2: celebrate your recovery than amidst the frenzied excitement of the casino floor? Hmm? Lisa? Uh, something troubles me about Indian gaming. On the one hand, the revenue helps the Uh, tribe.
1: Yeah, we can't talk you into it!
2: No minors. Yeah, but I really want... Sorry, son. Although they seem strange to us, we must respect the ways of the Indian. Hey how are you? Hey how are you? Hey how are you? Hey how are
0: you? Hmm. They yeah. they're they're there. I'm not going to spend waste a lot of time on them. They're there and they're prevalent. Every time we cut back the casino, we have to have some jokes about uh, lazy jokes, I would say is the like in Hank Azaria does the voice of the the main Native American guy. Uh okay. Um so Bart can't get in. So he we've we we run into Gabbo and uh, his guy, his real life guy. What's the real life guy's name? Arthur Crandall. Arthur. See, Matt, this is why you usually win at trivia. Uh, <laughs> Arthur Crandall is there. I guess this is where Gabbo went after he got kicked off television. He does tours of casinos. Casino tours. I mean, that's not a bad living, honestly. Casinos pay well, pretty well. The casinos pay
1: really well. And apparently uh, it's just the crowds you have to deal with are awful. <laughs>
0: i mean i imagine yeah but you get that money who cares um so bart needs a way in he kicks out the poor decrepit rotting corpse of gabbo uh and hides in gabbo's box uh is bursts out on stage is immediately caught so that was fruitful and taken to the head of the casino and uh we are introduced into the actual plot of the episode where bart uh is going to given a vision into his future.
2: You like to sneak into casinos. I wasn't going to gamble. I just wanted a Bloody Mary. Listen to me. Unless you change your deceitful ways, I foresee a life of bitterness and failure for you. Bart Simpson. How'd you know my name? Your father just took out a second mortgage downstairs. You're listed as collateral. Oh, well, I thought maybe you were some kind of Indian mystic who could tell the future. Who says I'm not? Whoa! If you want to see your future, throw a treasured personal item into the fire. Okay. What? Not a firecracker! Hey, I bought it from a guy on your reservation. That's crazy talk. No, it's true. No, I know. That's my brother, Crazy Talk. We're all a little worried about him. Now, look into the
0: flame. Look ahead 30 years to the man you will become. Uh, so... In another very stereotypical, mystical, mystical native stereotype, um, mm-hmm. Bart is given a vision into his future, and we discover that he is a loser. Shocking. Not really shocking. No, not really. Apparently there is some debate. Uh, like, this is, uh, this was, uh, I mean, this is, fool- like, I was, I was going to ask you this question, Matt, I was going to ask you, is this, is it fair to compare this episode to Lisa's wedding? Because, you know, I Lisa's wedding is very good, and this episode is not very good, and I don't want to just beat up on it for a while, but apparently, from basically the, the the very conception of this episode, they went, we want Lisa's wedding, but with Bart, you know? And I, you can see the kind of skeleton here, easily, because it starts off with them doing a thing, and Bart wanders away, and then they get he gets a vision of his future, if he doesn't change, bad things will
1: happen. Yeah, um it's the same basic plot quite frankly it's what happens to bart and lisa when they get old and i like this one in that the story surrounding bart is fairly decent uh we're gonna go into you know how i feel about the rest of the stuff uh later um but yeah i i really hate this framing i mean there had to be some other way like maybe this time bart meets a fortune teller or something and you don't have to change that it just eh. it feels extraordinarily dated yeah
0: it's really bad um and it's always there um i'm not i will differ from matt and say i don't even necessarily like most of the future stuff um i think it's all right i guess i don't really i don't hate it because i don't really feel much uh i'm dead inside Blood is what <laughs>
1: that's
0: what i'm getting that so we we meet bart who is like um a slacker he is he is matt has called him a long-haired homer in our notes and i think that's fairly accurate He's, we the first thing we see him do is throw a can of the drink drinks a can of beer burps and throws it on the ground yep. uh, so very very ca- carry on homer's uh legacy Even though homer's still alive and he lives with ralph and uh i i think my my favorite part of this episode is actually what they've done with future ralph
1: yeah well, everyone's future is very interesting, except, okay, we can go ahead and get to this part now. Future Bart, future Lisa, and future Ralph, fairly interesting. Even future Nelson, decent, not bad. Every other character in the family is just completely bypassed. Like, that's one of the great things about Lisa's what he needs. You get a little bit of everybody's future Homer, Marge, Maggie, you get a little bit of them. Not a ton, but I mean, they are involved in the main plot. In this one, Homer and Marge show up for. A few minutes here to eat cyber fudge or virtual fudge or whatever. <laughs> and then they hunt for Lincoln's gold. I mean, what in the hell were they thinking? <laughs> we're going to get I, I can
0: answer that question. that, I'll answer it in the third act. OK, OK. I'll answer that question in the third act. So we we uh, we see future Ralph and Ralph. I the thing, my favorite thing about future Ralph is that he's not a psychotic monster. He is just a kind of slow guy who is trying his best and likes to, you know, drink with Bart, which all I can buy. He dries off a newspaper. Yeah. Well, he can't help it that there's no clean towels, although I would take a dirty towel over a newspaper. Um, Yeah. And just take the towel into... Okay. I don't... Cleaning things is not that hard, but I guess... How old is Bart here? He has to be... He has to be either in his late 30s or
1: early 40s, right? I was going to say early to mid 30s, but yeah, that sounds about right. He can't be, because Lisa has to be 35. Oh, that's right. To be president, she has to be 35. So yeah, you're right. It has to be at least late
0: 30s. Has to be. So this is well past the point of, like, that's the thing in this, is like, I don't know. I just feel sad
1: about Bart. Why would you feel sad about Bart? I mean, he has a great life. This is
0: not like, this is not early 20s kind of aimless not knowing his way yet Bart like that I understand. This is late 30s early 40s still not no job loser slacker drinking day drinking throwing cans on the floor guy that's not a good life. And he uh he and Ralph are in a band together. I guess they're they're the only people in their band, right? As far as I can tell, yes, it's just the two of them. <laughs> and the, yeah, they're doing a uh, a Jimmy Buffett tribute band, I guess, where they can't do essentially track, yeah. they can't do covers of Jimmy Buffett because he charges people. So they do bad, he uncoolly charges people to cover him. He, he does bad versions of Jimmy Buffett songs. So uh, we 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 see that he gets an offer from Nelson, who runs a club, for them their band to perform. But unfortunately, Bart has traded in their amp for beer money, right? Was that the... Uh,
1: I think for a boogie board. Oh,
0: boogie board. How dare I get that important fact wrong? So Bart <laughs> needs money. He goes to his parents.
1: Hey, Dad.
2: My band finally got a break. I just need a little moolah to get my amp out of hot. How about a little ski? Oh, I'm tired of giving you money. Why can't you be more like Lisa? <sighs> I am so sick of hearing about Lisa. Just because she's doing a little better than me... She's president of the United States. President-elect. I could have been president, but I'm too real. People can't deal with what I'm laying down. They're just like, whoa, dude, you can't say that. And I'm like, watch me. We're not giving you money. Oh, but I want some. You should have thought of that (laughs) before you dropped out of the DeVry Institute. What happened to you, man? Used to be cool. I'm still cool. Nah. You've changed, man.
1: Well, I do have this robotic prostate, but you can't see it. Oh, you can.
0: I, you can't see it. Oh, I, wait, you can't. I, but I want some. That's a, that's touche. So no success for getting money from his parents. Bart does the only thing that he could possibly do. And that's walk next door and ask Flanders for money.
2: Mr. Flanders, you're blinded dead.
0: Oh, yeah. I never should have had that trendy laser surgery. <laughs> oh, it was
2: great at first, but, you know, at the ten-year mark, your eyes fall out. Listen, dude. Oh, hi, Bart. How much this time? Dude, you got me all wrong. Yeah. Just answer me this. Are you holding your mooching sack? My little one. Bart, you're never going to grow up if I keep bailing you out. Then please, help me help myself. Oh, all right. But only because you haven't outed Rod and Todd.
1: Yep. I don't... <laughs> outed Rod and Todd. I don't get... Is the joke that they're gay? That's the joke? I guess. Or or possibly gay and in love with each other? I, I know, that's I, the other I, thing. I really like, don't. they're
0: brothers. They're not... what
1: well, If
0: they're both gay, okay. But what... It, is the joke, oh, they were super Christian and now they're hiding that they're gay? I guess. I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't, I'm like... I can't. I can't. So, um... Again, just very simple, level non-jokes, I would call them. So, they, we, they, uh, Bart gets the money from, uh, planners, Although, hey Matt, can I ask you a question? Yo. Why, why does any of this happen? Why does any of what happen? You have to be specific. Any of the things in this first act, because it all leads to, why isn't they just, why don't they just jump straight to Bart living with his sister?
1: See, okay. I was going to say this to the end, but if you want to go into it now, we absolutely can.
0: I'm just asking this question because this is like this is just three minutes of Bart failing. I guess that's is that maybe maybe I would have a problem with it if it led to something.
1: Yeah, basically the whole point of this first. Well, it's funny because you have your frame story here and then but you still have for some reason the first act setup of what is actually going on. And I don't know why the Simpsons are so wedded to this. Sometimes it works. A lot of times it doesn't. I feel like the frame story should have been the Act One setup and we could have moved past it by now. Uh which they do in some episodes. So it's not like something they haven't done before. Uh but in this case, we have to see how much of a loser Bart is before he can go on to help Lisa out with his unique negotiating skills. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I think I, I I
0: think I'm I I think I don't I don't honestly mind them showing Bart being a total loser, but they definitely. I just heard a kitten. It meowed. Sorry, it's okay. It's very cute, cute kittens are cute. Um, I. It's. I guess it's not really a fault failing here. It's more of a failing of later on. Um, but they perform. Uh, again, they can't perform actual Jimmy Buffett music. So they, I believe, sing a Dacker, Dackerie, Dackerieville, That makes me angry, and I'm not even at the performance. <laughs> You are not even love da- uh, yeah, it. I know uh, it's it. So, yeah, the crowd hates it because it's bad and they throw all their stuff at the laser grid. That is, I guess that's the other technology thing. They have a laser laser defense grids are a thing. Right. Laser defense grids.
1: And later he shoots himself in the head with a. Uh, oh, a right. Key. Right, right, right. So, so the, yeah. And don't forget cyber fudge and virtual fudge. We're not too far off from that. Honestly, we're pretty close. I yeah. think
0: we're, we're, we're that's within reach. You just have a you have like a liquid dispenser. That just, just puts the flavor on your tongue, and then you have a visor that look makes you think you're eating a thing? It's just
1: like the eye smell. I smell? Uh It was a device that they came up with in the late 90s uh, that basically uh, burned different chemicals. I think there was uh, like probably a couple dozen chemicals that you can combine to make almost any smell. And so uh, you could h- plug it in your computer, and then websites would say, hey, play the scent of grass. So when you're on a site that they want you to smell grass, a golf website or whatever, it would emit the scent. So that's basically the same thing, but with taste instead of, uh, was smell. it no? is it extraordinarily expensive. It was like 200 bucks. So not really. No, but, but it didn't succeed. No, it did not. It turns out people do not want to smell things from their computer.
0: <laughs> okay. Weird. I know. That makes sense. I guess. So, uh, the band fails and they come back to their, their bungalow. I where they live. They live in the very tenuous. I don't know where they live exactly. They live like, they just live in a place. It it looks like a beach bungalow, but, but they're.
1: I, I I was like Bart's supposed to be like a beach, a beach bum. That's kind of the flavor I get from it, essentially. Uh, but I mean, he's he's covering Jimmy Buffett, so it's kind of beachy, and he's always wearing Hawaiian shirts, unlike Homer's, you know, normal, you know, blue pants and white shirt kind of thing. Blue pants, um, and white shirt yeah you know it's normal
0: normal normal clothes blue pants white shirt um i just it just it his because the way he talks is 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 like he puts ski on the end of a lot of like of all a lot of words like and that's not really it's not a thing i associate with like beach bums uh but i don't know it feels like this is a weird he's like a weird amalgamation of like a lot of slacker influences that's my best guess Basically, they've, yeah. been, they've been evicted from their bungalow, even though Ralph said he'd paid the rent that apparently Ralph was. Lying. Well, Ralph paid the rent, but Bart, uh, I, I'm assuming it's been something stupid, took the money. Oh, so Ralph gave him the money to pay the rent and Bart bought a radio with it or something. Basically, yeah, or a, a, something dumb. He bought his, his uh a scooter that he put a dollar worth of worth of gas in. So <laughs> exactly. Uh, now that he's evicted, Ralph is upset and basically says, smell you later forever um forever forever and bart shoots himself with a tv gun to get an idea i suppose
1: from around the globe to your frontal lobe this is brain vision news tonight's winning lotto number four four six
0: damn i was so
2: close i had three two seven
1: in other news president-elect lisa simpson moves into the white house tomorrow the 17 bedroom home features free long distance laundry service and three food kitchens
2: so i'm the president's no good brother
1: Moochie 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 Rob. Moochie
0: Moochie I... Yeah moochie, moochie Uh, So here, here the plot arrives uh, Bart is going to move in with Lisa And we go to commercial
1: And when we come back We have uh, basically Lisa giving her first address to the nation uh, She is apparently America's first straight female president I, I, I don't know if that was supposed to be a Hillary Clinton joke because it's supposed to take place in, like, the 2010s? I don't
0: think so. I think it's... Okay. I I don't think... I don't think they had any... I think they are just... Like... I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't tell you what... I don't think... It, that it, that if it was, it's a very weird way to get there. Like, there's way simpler ways to, like, make jokes about Hillary Clinton. There really are, but... Yeah, they. I so I can't know. imagine that's what it
1: is. I think it's just, like, a weird non-sequitur. I guess so. Anyway, so Lisa's giving a press conference. She is proud to be America's first straight female president. Uh, so she gives off some rah-rah speech about how what she plans to do with her wonderful agenda. Obviously none of it matters to this particular episode. Uh, but then she gets the real, the real deal uh, stuff of what's going on. And it turns out things are not great.
2: As you know, we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. How bad is it, Secretary Van Houten? We're broke. The country is broke. How can that be? Well, remember when the last administration decided to invest in our nation's children? Big mistake. The Balanced Breakfast Program just created a generation of ultra-strong super criminals. And midnight basketball taught them to function without sleep. What about my pledge to build the world's largest bookmobile? Isn't there any money left for that? No, and we borrowed from every country in the the world. Quick, Lisa, call off your... Oh! Bart! Ow! Watch the ponytail. Set him up, please. What are you doing here? I knew you'd need some help keeping it real, so I figured I could be, like, your co-president. Co-president? Are you crazy? Mom, Lisa won't share! Be nice to your brother, Lisa. Mm.
1: So, yes, uh, here we basically get the setup for what's actually going to happen. In this episode is Bart shows up to the White House, somehow gets in without being, you know, murdered or sent to jail <laughs> because that's how the Simpsons universe works. Uh, and now Lisa has to deal with his stupidity. That's basically the odd couple president edition. Uh,
0: yeah, um, uh, there, there is that there. This is the episode, the President Trump reference thing happening in 2000. Simpsons did it um i don't i don't think the simpsons tried anything i don't think they were like that special they if you make enough dumb predictions
1: some of them come true that's true the simpsons have predicted a lot of stupid things and, and
0: most of them haven't that had happened. to be the one
1: that came true didn't it yeah
0: yeah that's it when you make enough dumb predictions some of them happen um ask No. No. did the same thing it worked if you know once in a while you you hit on run you strike out yeah. a lot too uh, yeah, I, why, well, I, Matt? I have a, I have some questions. Oh, really? I've got lots of questions, oh, but God. I don't expect any answers. Okay. Uh, I, I, my, I think. Okay, my primary question:
1: How, how is Millhouse one of Lisa's primary advisors? I, I'm assuming he has hung on to her throughout the years and used her to further his career, and she's stuck with him for pity, I guess. I,
0: mm, I can't.
1: This is a future where
0: Lisa has become the president of the United States of America, which is, you know, no, no short task. And I would think obviously that means that she has continued on her her path through life. She's a smart, capable person now. She's an adult. She's smart. Uh, And she talks about um, campaigning on various things, including bookmobiles. But that's the thing. I just can't. I can't imagine happening. Lisa going, "Oh, you know what? I need really smart people with that surround me. I am going
1: to hire Millhouse." Well, that's, well, you know how some presidents and just people in power have like the one person that they they've just had around them their entire lives and they keep dragging that person along and that person does a uh, if we're lucky adequate job. And I feel like that's Millhouse because I mean there are other uh there other uh future episodes uh including the more canonical ones wherein lisa is married to millhouse for some reason
0: i i, I matt i want to if how many of your sister's friends do you that st- from let's say elementary school
1: do you still talk to or no i don't even talk to my own friends from high school let alone elementary school or my sister's friends
0: i that is all i'm saying is that I know it's The Simpsons, and they have to involve all these every single character that we know. Courtney is for some reason a secret service agent. But yeah, Nelson owns a club, which I can believe the Nelson. Yeah, that, that, that seems the perfect trajectory for him. Like, I, hey, if you want to, it's it's a, it's a I think a question of scale. Like, if you want to focus on future Springfield, and Bart's a, a slacker and, and lives with Ralph, who's also a slacker for to a certain extent, and Nelson is still in Springfield, and he owns a club, and Bart and Ralph play there from time to time. Like, that makes sense. Because those, I, Nelson, I could totally buy living in Springfield for the rest of his life and somehow, you know, getting his way to owning a club. And, like, I think that's actually a success story for, for Nelson, honestly. The fact he becomes a business owner. um I can buy all that. But once you get to the scale of leader of the free world, I don't, like, at a certain point, like, what why does... I, okay. I'm just... Yeah, we're it's not gonna a, find an answer to this because no, it doesn't make any sense at no, it's all. A it's a question, because they it's, had to <laughs> it's a question of like fine details and it, there's this episode is rife with things that make literally no sense and it kinda destroys most like I don't know, there's nothing in Lisa's wedding that makes me go, that doesn't make any sense. Because what happens when Lisa goes to meet uh um Q, she's in a different like all that is entirely disconnected from everything happening in Springfield. Like, she doesn't have other people in from Springfield hanging around her. You know, Millhouse is, is still in Springfield. All the people, most of the people are still in Springfield. Lisa's the one who got out and is coming back. That makes perfect sense. And in this episode, it's like, Lisa, yes, she got out. But I don't, I just can't buy a lot of stuff happening in it. Honestly, that's, I, I it needs to make sense, right? I can't, I'm not crazy for wanting
1: this to make sense, right? Well, you're not crazy for wanting it to make sense, but I, I think making yourself crazy over it uh, is a problem. when It doesn't make sense is, is not going to help your sanity. No,
0: it's, you're probably right. Um, but the, fi- the entire family is living in the white house, which also perfect sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't you uh, plan on having your parents live with you when you become the leader of the free world? I certainly hope not. <laughs> it's like, uh, they get to live in the in 1601, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. They have a whole separate house they can use. I, I, yeah, I'm fairly certain that you don't need to worry about providing whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh moving on, uh we see a family dinner uh where Lisa is late because obviously she's busy. She's the freaking president. Uh and of course the rest of the family says, "Oh, she knows what time dinner is. We're going to eat because dinner is always at the same time when you're an adult." Right, Robbie? Uh dinner is when I'm hungry. Exactly. Uh, we also get a great joke with Maggie because Marge pulls out a baby and says, oh, look, it's Maggie. And then we get the ha Of course, it's Maggie Jr. because her mom is off somewhere. Matt, can I yeah. use the word joke? Are you sure? OK, I use the word joke sarcastically.
0: That's OK, funny. it's ironic. You're right. You're going, yeah, they they call this a joke. Isn't that funny when they present? Yeah, get it. It's like, so, yeah, it's like a joke because Maggie is not. It's not Maggie. It's
1: Maggie Jr it's like a joke because it's not what you expect and then there's a resolution but the fact that it's not actually funny you know precludes joke anyway moving on homer as establishing the b plot uh for this so let's just be clear we now have a frame story and a story and a b story uh homer's b story is looking for lincoln's gold i had never heard of this before this episode is this a real thing i had never heard of the- i i assumed it was some crazy crap the writers made up if it's a real thing i have completely missed it yep are Simps- you looking it up yep simpsons and simpsons made it up not a real thing okay good Ew. so yes uh everyone calls homer stupid especially marge uh we then see that bart has sent marine one to pick up ralph uh because well ralph's his buddy and bart's nothing if not loyal which is actually one thing about this this episode that i think is exactly uh the way i would figure the uh, picture bart in the future is he's nothing if not loyal That's stupid th- a mooch but loyal i
0: yeah i'm not gonna I'm, i can't I'll, okay i'll say
1: this why would why would they listen to bart why would oh uh, i don't know he just walks up and says I, i'm the president's brother you got to do what i say i don't think they would they would say i need oh I, Robbie, okay. it's it's like when you're at a wedding <laughs> and you say it's for the bride people will do anything for you it's for the president <laughs> You just carry a clipboard
0: around and people go, yep, that's – you wear a hard hat and a vest and a, and a clipboard
1: and tell people to do things. And they'll do it. Okay. like, oh, uh, yeah, just tell everyone you're the safety officer. Fair and enough. Everyone will immediately jump to do whatever you say. Fair enough. Uh yes. Yeah, so moving on, uh, we see Lisa giving a speech in the Rose Garden. Uh, Bart hits her with a frisbee. The frisbee is immediately murdered by Secret Service. Uh, we have a nice conversation about – Apparently Lisa trying to get Bart a job, Bart not bothering to go to the interview because, of course, it's Bart. And then uh, we see a whole round of them trying to, you know, scrounge up some money by having uh, implementing a new tax. And they're going to call it a temporary refund adjustment. And, of course, she does this on a, an address to the nation uh, that Bart screws up.
2: <clears throat> My fellow Americans and voting illegal aliens. I will not mince words. Your country needs you. That's why today I'm proposing a temporary refund adjustment. Refund? Hey, sounds good to me. Ship sure each a
0: tax. We love you, President Simpson. The
2: months ahead will be long and arduous, but it is only through arduosity that if you like refund adjustments and the music I play. Send a check to my friend Ralph, and he'll mail you a tape. Ah, uh, this is my brother Bart, who doesn't seem to realize this isn't the best time for his music. He's one of the people I want to help with my programs. Hey, Lise, my music is going to make it a lot easier for America to swallow your big tax hike. <gasps> tax hike? Hold the phone, Mabel. You know I never trusted her. Don't blame me. I voted for Chastity Bono. They like come menu you want tape. tape? He said tape! Oh. Closed office box 30452. Good night, America.
1: So, yes, uh, we end the act with Bart completely screwing up Lisa's presidency for probably the entire time because we all know that people will believe what the president says and there will be no analysis whatsoever from the media. And I wish I was joking on that, but apparently I'm not anymore. So, yeah, we go to a commercial.
0: <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't know. I don't like I don't like what's
1: happening. I, I can't I don't know. how else It's to just say. so dumb. Like, Okay, I'm gonna say here. I like the idea of a future episode where we hang out with Bart and Bart is a loser. That's great. Why is Lisa the president? Why couldn't Lisa have another job where this, where things like this could probably happen? There's some possibility. Like if she was a CEO of a company, and you know Bart shows up, like oh, he's the brother of the CEO. I guess we can you know at least humor him a little bit. Basically, uh, what Herb did for Homer in um. Oh, why can't I remember the names of episodes anymore? I'm getting old, brother.
0: Brother um, does something. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bro- oh, brother, where art thou, brother? Brothers, little brothers. Little. There's a lot of titles. There's a lot of episodes of brother in the title as well. So that's exactly, what I'm it's
1: happy. oh, brother, where art thou? Okay. Yeah. What Hank? Uh, Hank. It is Hank, right? Hank. <laughs> <Damn, laughs> Herb. 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 What Herb does for Homer, <laughs> obviously, you know, Barker get away with things like that. But for some reason, they make her the president, which, yes, Lisa could definitely be the president, but it's much more likely she'll end up the CEO of a large corporation or the dean of a college or something where these jokes make more sense rather than presidents. That just it they aimed a little too high. I don't
0: I don't It. do I don't think Matt. I think you've already put more thought towards it tonight than they ever did. I, I think sure. I think they just went they weren't like, what's the most like that? is the ethos of the scholarly years it is we could make something that makes sense or we could do something that's over the top and dumb and they almost always choose over the top and dumb in, in like 95 percent of situations they pick the thing that's over the top and dumb and not the thing that could make sense and like yeah this it if you watch that first act and even this in like even the second act you're thinking bart bart screws stuff up He realizes he made a mistake and he makes it up for Lisa and maybe recommits to something. I I don't like because the problem is that nothing, nothing changes. Nothing happens. It's just things, things happen. Um, And none of it makes any sense. Like when you think of Lisa's wedding, it comes down to a choice, a very simple, like kind of dumb choice, honestly, because he is like, no, I don't want to wear the cufflinks Homer gives him. That's like he doesn't want to wear the pig cufflinks. And Lisa recognizes that as a fact that he will never accept the fact that she is, even despite the fact that she sometimes doesn't like her family, still a Simpson and will always be one. And that is enough to disrupt their relationship. And future Lisa makes that decision. And then we cut back to modern day Lisa and they make a joke about, um, you know, her showing her a tragic future and not a good thing. But then <laughs> but then they, the end of it is her walking off with Homer and they have a sweet moment together. And you see this in this episode, even because it ends with Bart and Lisa walking off together. But the problem is that there's nothing in the the, the thing that happens in the future has no emotional weight, so that moment at the end doesn't mean as much. Um, so the country now th- th- doesn't like that Lisa's making them pay taxes. Um, they're upset, and without the taxes, they can't pay off their debt. Uh, there's way Matt, I, I I know it's bothering you as much as it's bothering me. I assume because I know you. How in uh, is this what people think? Like how debt works in like in between countries? Do they think this is oh, how- international
1: finance? I was going to get to that in the big uh, end thing where oh, okay. Bart somehow uses his abilities. We'll we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Lisa wants
0: to bring, all, bring in all the world leaders of these countries that the U.S. owes money. Again, this is – it's way – it's not – it doesn't work like that. But whatever. I guess we'll have to acknowledge that they had to – I don't know why this is the to, thing. I'm sure the writers have never heard of a treasury bond. I, I, don't, I don't know why they are trying – like, I, I, I'm not going to say that I know everything about international finance. But I do know that I don't know enough to write about it. So I'm not going to write an episode that, that it hinges on it and make it so simple. Yeah. Like This is like a five year old's version of how like finance between nations work. But whatever. Um, Lisa is going to invite all these world leaders for a, a summit where she's going to, I guess, apologize or just say, oh, we used to be generous. So please don't call us and ask for money. We'll get it for you, we promise. Just next week. Give us yeah. a couple weeks. I mean, that is what I mean, frankly, this part what's what's still doing. So uh we get a reminder that from Kearney that Lisa has uh, three secret murders out that she can use anytime. Um But if you don't use them, they're gone. I would I would reckon that the president has as many secret murders as they want.
1: I mean if we go by drone strikes, yeah. Oh, Not to God. mention if it's only three, is it per uh term or is it three, you know, Period. O- overall. I I think you get fresh on your second term. I would I would assume because what if you had two non consecutive terms? What if you Grover Cleveland did it? And you had one term, you used up all three, and then you didn't get reelected, and then you got elected again. I would say Grover Cleveland got six secret murders though. Okay. Makes sense then. But Grover Cleveland wouldn't kill
0: anyone, man. He was a great guy. Sure. <laughs> I mean he was no Chester A Arthur. He wasn't a Chester A. That's a good diehard with a vengeance joke there. Um, Bart is a problem. So Lisa wants to get rid of him. And she does that by making up a position for him and sending him away.
2: All right, which one of you suits ran over my moped? I just put a dollar's worth of gas in that thing. Bart, we're having a meeting. We had a meeting this morning. I have a lot of meetings. I'm the president. Of what? The United States of Dorksylvania? <laughs> Don't leave me hanging, Greenspan. You know something, Bart? You're right. My lack of coolness is really holding America back. Thank you. Dello. Too slow. You're too much, Bart. That's why I'm appointing you secretary of keeping it real. Wow. You're really asking for my help? Absolutely. I want you and your pals to go away to Camp David and write up a report on coolness. Well, if my country needs me... Can we skinny dip? At Camp David? Sure. (laughs) They couldn't keep pants on Kissinger.
1: (laughs) They couldn't keep pants on Kissinger. God help anyone who was there. I don't want to see Henry Kissinger. Again. Uh, so I don't want to see Henry
0: Kissinger alive. You know. <laughs> Alright, Matt, we can't we can't get into <laughs> war crimes. We're not gonna get into cultural war. <laughs> no, we can't do that. So Bart is sent away to Cape David, and he is with a bunch of it's like, what, old Krusty and old Mo and... Is and old it, Otto. Yeah, it. it's really... It, whatever. I don't really know what he's doing. They're all just partying. Because I think they understand.
1: That's all they need to do there. Uh, Bart sees the ghost of Billy Carter. You know, we've already referenced Billy Beer in the series. Might as well uh, bring in Billy Carter's ghost himself. Sure. Uh, so Billy Carter's... So here we, we're in a
0: vision. And billy carter's ghost appears in the vision but this
1: is i'm this is real though right this is showing the literal future at least in this episode supposedly in this episode i mean it is a mystical vision given by a native american casino operator so i mean i'm pretty sure those are legally binding okay i just
0: i'm just wondering if we're supposed to be taking everything that we're seeing
1: as fact this is not
0: true of of, course this is not a trace of horror episode this is real this is in, at least in the canon of this very specific episode, we are supposed to be taking for a fact that Lisa becomes president and Bart ends up screwing
1: it up and having to go to camp david and and then talk to the ghost of Billy Carter. well, don't you remember scientists invented magic in the Lisa's wedding episode, so obviously, <laughs>
0: so I guess that's yeah. true
1: there and then there is an ad for the casino in the vision,
0: which crazy talk that here we get and more that, that marketing innovation yeah bad some bad uh some more bad stereotype jokes um. Then we cut to Homer and Marge, who are still looking for Lincoln's gold. Yep. And Homer finds it. Uh, finds a chest in the middle of the lawn of the White House, uh, and they open it up.
2: Marge, I did it! I found Lincoln's gold! (gasps) Huh? Dear countryman, you have come in search of my gold, and I will not disappoint you. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. My gold is in the heart of every freedom-loving American. Oh crap! It's in our mighty rivers, our majestic... Well, isn't that clever? It's a metaphor!
1: That lion, rail-splitting,
0: cedar-going freak! I, I, did enjoy,
1: I enjoyed that reveal, at least. I, I did as well, because it's exactly the kind of thing Lincoln would leave behind Homer would be upset by. This B-plot reminds me very much... Of uh, the pink balloon uh from I think it was last week, and that it's only there for maybe a minute total of screen time and has no bearing <laughs> whatsoever on the rest of the story it's just it is it is literally there to fill time
0: they and they even okay so uh we 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 uh we cut to this the super important meeting uh with Lisa and other world leaders who are all stereotypes. Um, not a single actual character among them. Your mileage may vary about how offensive you find them.
1: Oh, vary? I thought we will go with vary.
0: It will vary depending on how, uh, the, I mean, I think. I don't need a, a Chinese, I don't need a Chinese leader just spouting at me in, like, heavily accented Hank area, which is what this is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but this is exactly, the, the, so you guys, buckle up, get your notes. Uh, ready? Because this is exactly how international finance works.
1: Pay your debt! all. We demand remittance.
2: Please, calm down! We can work something out!
1: We Germans are not a warlike people, (laughs) but even we have limits.
2: Right! Let's bash an organ! Yeah, get him! That's the spirit! You guys should relax. you live longer. Bart, you're supposed to be at Camp David! You're meeting with debt collectors and you don't want my help? Do you know how crazy that is? Guys, the thing is, we totally have the money and we tried to wire it to you. But you know how banks screw up. I do not understand. We tried to call you all day Saturday. We were there Saturday. Dude, I know. And I left a message with some guy named Hans. Hans? He might have been a temp. Very surly. We have had a lot of turnover. You pay now! Now! What happened to you, China? You used to be cool. Hey, China's still cool. You pay later. Later. Solid. The rest of you go on home and look in your mailboxes. Cause I totally remember sending checks out. Thanks, Bart. You bought us some time. What can I do to thank you? Legalize it. Legalize what? Oh. Oh, consider it done.
1: Tasty. Tasty, man. Tasty indeed. Every time someone describes weed as tasty, I die a little inside. <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't mind that honestly, with the way Bart is presented in this episode, because I feel like it's honestly relatively close to the slacker stereotype that he is portraying in this. My problem with this episode is this: what we just, what, what did we learn? What happens? What I don't get. So international finance is a bunch of just world leaders show up and say we forgive your debt. You're not. That's not who America. This is not. That's not how it works. It doesn't work (gasps) like that at all. It's not even close. It's not even. That's not even in the ballpark. Yeah, governments don't borrow money from other governments. That's not how that
1: works.
0: I I I don't know. It it's so I I I try and not let like (laughs) real life facts I guess get in the way of me enjoying a Simpsons episode, but some things are just so colossally stupid that I I can't take it seriously. And even... 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 A, a forgiving that, I guess. Forgiving, like, okay. Let's say that world leaders can forgive America's debts or just go, oh, don't worry about it. Bart doesn't... Nothing happens to Bart. He doesn't change. He isn't... Chal- like, they he has that moment with billy carter's ghost where it says oh you're a loser and that's why you're at camp david because your sister doesn't want you around because you'll ruin it for her and so bart goes to help her wouldn't it the actual wouldn't like the real plot would be bart gets a real job and becomes like a person and
1: not a just a moocher like i don't i mean if they had If they had more time in the episode, I would have liked to have seen something along the lines of, oh, Bart realizes what his special skill was and angles Lisa to, you know, put him in a job that recognizes that. Like, you know, trade negotiator or heck, it's Bart. Maybe even ambassador would work for him for a a terrible country. Uh, But this is just dumb. it it doesn't.
0: But because at the beginning of it, Bart's a moocher at the end, Bart's a moocher. There's no change. Like there's nothing and it's the future like that's the thing this is a it's set in the future you could literally do anything it doesn't matter like you could you could literally bend space it doesn't you do not have to adhere to canon like even the loosest approximation of of canon and continuity that the Simpson's do anyway which to be fair this episode acknowledged it in multiple places like marge's gambling problem and like it acknowledges oh things have happened so if you're showing a vision Set in the future, that also has a ghost of Billy Carter in it. Why not make Bart change? Why not show Bart changing, and Bart being like a respectable person, like quote unquote respectable, either through Lisa or by himself? And then young Bart's like, "Oh, that doesn't look like me." That I don't. And the, or Bart going, "I thought you said that I don't. If I don't change, something bad happens." Like there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no subversion. It's just simple. It's just like. Oh, Bart gets showed a vision, and it's not a warning because nothing bad
1: happens to him. Yeah, if Bart got killed at the end, and they ripped him apart, and he'd be like, Huh, maybe I should be less of a loser. Yeah, like, this is supposed to be a warning, isn't it? That's what the, the,
0: the guy, the, the spirit guy, whatever, that's what he says. He's like, you need to change, or bad thing. But nothing bad happens. He gets to live at the White House for free. He saves the day for some reason. I don't, it's, this is like the Homer as hero in, like, in in micro. Like Bart's a Bart becomes Homer, so he then has to become a hero. Lisa can't be a competent president. I it just not it doesn't make any sense. It does it does not make any sense in the story, in Bart's character. It's just a bunch of nonsense. And then so we I guess weed is legalized now. Because Bart needs it needs it. That's what yeah, he wants and the it. president can just say it and it's totally done. <laughs> yeah, that just happens. Um so that, but that kicks us back out to the frame narrative again, where Bart is like, Why did the vision show me the beep, uh, the basically L- Homer trying to find Lincoln's gold? And uh, the, what the Native American dudes is like, Oh, we thought the main vision was a little thin.
1: Which, hey, meta humor, uh, more
0: <laughs> meta humor and more lampshade, like, guys. Stop talking about how bad you write. Like, I don't get, why would you constantly be pointing out like, oh, we didn't, maybe not have Lincoln's Gold stuff in there and make, give Bart actual character arc or something. Could, is that, was that an option at any point? Could she have done that instead? Because I think like, I, the episode, like, care like, I think they do a good job of characterizing Bart as this slacker guy, but then they never make, a, they never take another step after that. And I think that's the problem. It just, all it is, is Bart is a slacker guy. Like, in Lisa's wedding, Lisa is, I think they do, uh, they do enough to show Lisa trying to separate herself from her family, being anxious about going back to Springfield, and then that being the impetus for her breaking up with Hugh. There's nothing, Bart is a slacker, Bart is a slacker, Bart is a slacker. That's the three acts. And they, that's like, they do a good job. I think of of like demonstrating that, but I think that's all they got. I think they just wrote down jokes of like, what is this, what does the guy like Bart do? Oh, he buys a lot of lottery tickets. He does a lot, makes a lot. He like sues people for things that for like things that aren't for you know bad lawsuits. Uh, he constantly expects money from some windfall that never comes. He borrows money from people that never pays it back. Um, he's annoying and frustrating. They got that down, but I mean, they predicted Trump's presidency. So applause. Yay. <laughs> um, so they come back to uh, the real world and Bart and Lisa have a little a moment that ends the episode.
2: There you are. Come on. We have to go. Dad pushed a waitress and mom lost $20,000. You're not going to believe it, Lisa. This cool Indian guy showed me our future. Really? Anything good? I'll say. I've got my own band and a moped. What about me? Yeah, some government job.
1: That is what Bart has gotten from this experience.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the end of the episode. I don't it
1: just it's meh. That's all I got It's meh. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, there are lots of worse episodes, but it's just not it doesn't go anywhere or do anything. I'm. I was thinking about this as we were talking about it, and. It seems like in season 11, especially, because I think season 11 is one of the worst. It, seasons 10 through 12 are all pretty bad. But I think season 11 is, is the I believe it's the perigee. They lost what made the original Simpsons great because they didn't understand that jokes without story don't really get you much. Uh, like I, I think we said in, in a lot of our research that it was James L. Brooks that kind of pushed the Simpsons in that direction, that it had to have heart at the core of it. And it's something the other creators obviously agreed with. And they made that a core of what the Simpsons were at their best. And this especially just no, <laughs> that's just, that's just not the way this is working. It's these jokes for jokes sake. There's no change from being the end of the episode. There's no story really. Yeah. Like they confuse
0: plot for story. Like things, exactly. things happen in this, but they don't mean anything. They just, they are just a series of events that lead from that. They wrote jokes for these specific things to happen. So that's what, happens but there's no bart bart they show bart as a loser and that's something but he never stops being a loser and why do i want to watch this is is it just because it's funny i don't i think it's this episode like the funniest thing i thought was lincoln's gold and being a metaphor like that's the the big laugh i got out of this there wasn't a lot of other stuff uh there's really bad lazy ethnic stereotypes mostly with native americans also with the world leaders conference like it reads like it, it is like a archie bunker it's like guys that you this isn't funny anymore <laughs> these jokes weren't funny 40 years ago and they're certainly not funny in 2018 like try harder uh I, I i don't know why i'm sure there are people who laugh at like a chinese uh leader yelling you pay now maybe people think that's funny um i i don't uh at all really and it doesn't help this episode it's it's it like it works in the like the barest sense and like oh it goes from a to b and then it, it things happen and then it they stop but it's just like it's like feels like a ghost <laughs> It just is like a, a yeah. th- ephemeral like it's just like it's just wafting there a stiff breeze will blow it away uh we'll rank it at the end of the show.
1: I don't think this episode's broken, Matt. Um I don't think it's broken. I just think it's lacking.
0: Yeah, it's lacking. I'll agree there. Uh it's meh, it's bleh. it's who? It's like a I don't like I can't even finish a word describing it. It's just like it's just a noise. Um but some surprisingly you no know, my favorite episode submissions for this. Um we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Commissore News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments to the news group is very right? through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about the week or two after an episode debuted. Any other interesting tidbits that came up in the news group in the discussion? Uh, I got some reviews, Matt, for you. Okay. They're all uh, incredibly disparate. Some – it's a wide range of opinions uh, for some positives. This is probably the best episode since DOS Bus. Maybe even the Secret oh. World of Lisa Simpson, almost three years ago. Wonderful characterization of Bart in the Future. He looked a lot better in Lisa's wedding. This is a solid A episode. Good job. Best since DOS Bus. <laughs> yeah, not a not classic. Much. Here you go. Not a classic by any means. It's still a worthy successor to Lisa's Wedding. The Method of the Vision. Was much more innovative than uh, Lisa's wedding was. It's also nice to see Lisa does in fact have a future. The opening scene of the mosquitoes was, in my humble, in my opinion, funny. But many will not care for its slapstick nature. Most, most of this was L O L hilarious. I give it eight out of ten, A minus. Eight out of ten is not A minus. I just want to make that that's a B. <laughs> that's a B at best. I don't I don't know. Uh, okay, then some. We got some bad ones. Uh, I'm reminded of Bart Simpson's line in Three F O Two. Bart sells soul. I know that's funny, but I'm just not laughing. From the parade <laughs> from the parade sneaking off to the Lincoln's gold gag and all the way back to you putting an ad in my vision, I thought the lines were funny. But it they just it just didn't cause me to laugh. I think the writers put effort into it. Just didn't work. Was it just me? It didn't make me LOL, but it did make me smile a couple times, D plus.
1: I, I agree with that although <sighs> i I dispute the fact that hey I, I know that's funny, I just can't I, I just don't laugh because it's not it's it's not funny no
0: laugh- laughter is an involuntary actually you don't, you can't control it uh and finally for the fa- past four years i've coveted homer Posa as the worst episode ever tonight that episode has been dethroned by bart to the future the most astoundingly pitiful episode of the simpsons and it's an illustrious 11-year history why you ask not only was it a complete copy of the great lisa's wedding contained almost no laughs a profoundly inept plot bart mooches off president lisa who cares and a vomit inducing ending this is an abomination to what otherwise is a good season <sighs>
1: wow how can they be so wrong and so right at the same time <laughs> i don't know it's a it's
0: i i think that's funny in and of itself honestly sometimes the people they're like this episode's terrible uh this season's great though i'm like oh okay <laughs> whatever you say, you say so mr Passman. uh the other other thing is uh, a little mention of some deleted scenes um See, the ads for this episode included a brief shot of Maggie as an adult wearing a space suit. The, the suit had a breathing device that resembled a pacifier, which Maggie sucked in, on in the usual way. Her hair was less wild than we saw in Lisa's wedding. Hope you got a good look because this shot wasn't included in the actual episode. Maybe it's just as well. I wasn't too thrilled with the idea of a space Maggie anyway. In um, the commercials for Bart of the Future, a scene featuring Maggie Sr. on the moon was cut. So that's where Maggie Sr. was. Matt. She's in space on the moon.
1: Hey, that I would I would have happily cut the entire Lincoln's Gold thing just for a quick sequence with Maggie on the moon. Maggie, the astronaut. Good enough. Sure. Hey, as we found out, Simpson women are always successful. Simpson men, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not so much.
0: Um, but that's about it. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for listener question of the week.
2: Let's try one more number.
0: <gasps> Yellow.
2: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog. We have a wiener.
0: Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite Mo quote? Tons of uh tons of great answers. First from Zach, I'm better than dirt. Well, most kinds of dirt, not that fancy store bought dirt. I can't compete with that stuff. Uh from Miranda, hi, I'm Mo. Whereas the ladies like to call me, hey you behind the bushes. From Aaron, hi Homer, I bring you a bag of irregular Oreos. I don't see what's wrong with this one. Oh <laughs> I do. I, I forgot about the irregular Oreos. <laughs> Where does Mo get his a Where does
1: his irregular Oreos? That's the question. Does he go to the Does he go to like to the factory and just like I wonder. And you'd think like there would be a a series of Oreos that are all irregular in the same way. There wouldn't just be one that tastes really weird. Who knows? Uh, from David, after watching a video
0: on how the oldest man in Springfield helped people commit suicide by jumping off a building, off a tall building. That's a great way to do it. Uh, from Ashley, what? Oh, oh, I I get it. I get it. it it's it's my big ears isn't it kids isn't it well children i can't help that oh homer oh poor Mo in his ears uh from chris yeah homer all us angels wear ferris slacks i find this amusing because when the first came out i wore fair khakis for work it's the little, th- <laughs> it's the little things john uh, especially the last part of the listen lady exchange uh matt you can you you want to be Mo or you want to be marge
1: oh uh i will be marge okay uh yeah hi i'm calling for rev lovejoy who's this Oh, well, this is, um, the, uh, the listen lady.
0: Yeah, well, listen, lady, I got so many problems, I-, I don't even know where to begin here. Okay,
1: um, why don't you start from the top? Alrighty, uh, number one, I've lost the will to live. Aw, oh, that's ridiculous, Mo. you've got lots to live for. Really? That's not what Reverend
0: Lovejoy's been telling me. Wow, you're good, thanks. Hi, it's me again, I've got another problem. Uh, this one's about my cat. Meow! Yes, yeah, shut up, I'm asking her! <laughs> I love the fact that Mo has a
1: cat that's just really just like him. I don't even think it's a, it's a it's a cat. I think it's a, it's his. It's just some random cat that stops by on occasion. I think that
0: cat believes that he's Mo's cat. Yeah, it's true. Mo might not claim him. From Tom: Hey, everybody! I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt. My butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. <laughs> Tom's just using this to make me insult myself. Uh, from mm-hmm. Dave Edge at Minor at Heart. Man, you go through life, you try to be nice to people, you struggle to resist the urge to punch them in the face. And for what? Uh, from Will at Will's World MN. The Garage. Hey fellas, the Garage. Ooh, well, Mr. Frenchman. Well, what do you call it? A car hole. A classic. From James at uh. James the 22. Good, cause I have a hot date tonight. A date. Dinner with friends. Dinner alone. Watching TV alone. Alright, I'm gonna sit at home and ogle the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. Sears catalog. How would you unhook this already? I don't deserve this kind uh, of treatment. Uh from John at Old Carnival fifty six. Sorry Homer, I was born a snake handler, and I'll die a snake handler. Ion Simpsons at Ion Simpsons. They called me Kid Gorgeous. Later on it was Kid Presentable, then Kid Gruesome. Finally Kid Mo. Uh the professor yes I would kent. Mo, I think you should leave. But but Blanche, you gotta help me out here, please. I'm sixty-four grand in the hole. They're gonna take my thumbs. Yeah. Finally, from Adam. That's rough, man. Finally, from Adam. At zero year twenty-seven. I may be hate-filled and ugly, but what was that third thing you said,
1: Matt? What's your answer? Uh the listen, lady bit. It just—it's fantastic. Oh, that's not what Reverend Lovejoy has been telling me. <laughs> like, wow, no. man. That's that's rough. Lovejoy, right. Lovejoy's been telling him to kill himself. All <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um, my answer is the dirt. I didn't I think the last time we did this yeah, question, yeah. I also did the dirt because it's just a perfect vision of Moe in that he considers himself dirt, but not good dirt. It's a very apt, apt. Yeah. Uh, next week's question. In your mind, what is your version of The Simpsons future? What happens to the family? What happens to the kids as they grow up? What happens to Marge and Homer? Does Homer die and Marge marry? <laughs> Does Lisa become president? You tell me. It could be anything. I don't – whatever your version is. Everyone – I think everyone has their own bespoke version, even if it's mostly the same as one of the future episodes. Um, but I will post this question on all our social media, Facebook.com slash The Pod, Twitter at Pod, and you can email us at Pod at gmail.com. Like us and follow us at all those places uh, and get some get episodes in your feeds, as they say. Guess what, Matt? It's time, once again, for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am dispatched. I am too smart S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The You know Google Trivia Challenge or Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, one hard, try and stump the other. I have a eight point lead on Matt so far in this season. Mm, you're going down today. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. It's quite possible. It's always I mean it's almost I think it's impossible for you for you to catch me today, but I mean you can make That's up true. you can make up a gap. Um you ready for an easy question, Matt? I'm ready. These are all from Radio Bart. What person does Bart create that is trapped in a
1: well? Oh, that is Timmy O'Toole. That's correct. All right, your easy question. In Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment, when Lisa thinks of turning Homer in for stealing cable, what commandment does Reverend Lovejoy cite in telling her no? Do I need the, the number? Uh, the number, or this is an easy question, so you can just say what it uh, is. Honor thy father and thy mother? You are correct, the fifth Amendment. I mean, commandment.
0: Commandment. Fifth Amendment. The Fifth Amendment. Fifth (laughs) Amendment. It's about honoring my (laughs) father and my mother. Your mean question, Mm -hmm. Matt. What is Homer's gift to Bart for his birthday?
1: Do I need the exact name? Uh, Yes, I need an exact name. Okay. It is uh, the superstar celebrity microphone. (laughs) You're right. Is that it? Yeah. (sighs) I should, oh, I knew. I, I, knew, I knew you were going to get it. I should have. I knew. I should have. Should have made it harder. What's my medium question? Okay, uh, your medium question. What does Flanders call the shady cable installer after being uh, offered free cable? Oh God, uh, um, a
0: philistine. Ooh, close. A sneaky Pete. Sneaky. That's. I don't want to not qualify that as close, man. I Appreciate that though. Yeah, uh, well. Philistine. I tried to went for some from religious insult. Sneaky Pete is a good one though um mm-hmm. your hard question that what is wally weasel's slogan the, the the business not the actual weasel
1: the slogan um oh man wally weasel's slogan is it we stuff fun down your throat is that your final answer Matt? yes
0: oh, i'm sorry you're very close oh. very close but no cigar we cram
1: fun oh, down your throat man yep yep that was close very close all right. Your hard question. What program is Bart watching the first time Homer uh, catches him watching the porn channel? <laughs> it's a good one too. Oh god. Uh I remember the channel's like Top Hat. Is that
0: the name of the channel? Yep. That has been a trivia question before, yeah. I don't even remember that. Um um what would it I it is Um I I just keep getting bad it's like a bad pun, I think, or something. Or like very in innuendo oh, ish. Innuendo ish. Um I don't know. I can, I don't have I have nothing. I cannot think. What is it?
1: Is Stardust Memories.
0: Oh god.
1: <laughs> Dear God.
0: Stardust memories. Ugh. That makes me that hurts. Well, Matt, you made up two points on me. Alright. Chipping away at that lead. I need this. Why I just need to just I just need one more win. That's really all I need is one more episode where I can like de- definitively defeat you, and then I can hold you off for the rest. That's all it will take. Otherwise, you're gonna start chip. You're just chipping away little bit by little bit, and I just need one big like six to one or six to two day, and I can beat you. That's what it will take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it, man. It will happen.
1: Oh, I, I have no doubt, my friend. Or, no doubt, or
0: you're just going to continually beat me by two points until the end, and then I lose again and I cry. Aw, you wouldn't I, I cry, I cry, cry like a baby on just ball. Um, mm-hmm. That's it for trivia this week. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we in every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever as part of show, I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list. Of every episode ever, and how good they are. Okay, my question for you, Matt: mm-hmm. Is this better than Simpsons
1: of Bible stories? I think it is, not by much, but I actually laughed a few times in this episode. Simpsons Bible stories, nah. Okay, is it better than Take My wife's Sleeves? That's a tougher one, because Take My wife's Sleeves at least has somewhat of a plot. Really, I just
0: they're these are sim- they're very similar. They're they don't
1: make any sense. Exactly, like, that, that's, that's their biggest flaw is that it, they they have a plot but don't make any sense.
0: It's just someone it, like they're full on cartoon logic.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I think I'd rather take I I I think take my Wife sleeve is is better, incrementally better. Maybe not great, but not good. <laughs> Very incrementally. Yeah, it's, I think I you know at the end of the day when we get down to the bottom, I'm like which episode would I rather watch again? And I think I'd rather rewatch watch take my Wife sleeves than this one.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think Take yeah. My Way
0: Sleaze has a little bit more fun in it, for what it's worth. It doesn't have b- terrible stereotypes in it. Ultimately, it's a bunch of bikers. That's fine. You know, it's not actively offensive. So, that's all. And that's enough to edge it out. <laughs> Parts to the Future. Uh, episode uh, 218 on our list. Uh, 11 from the bottom, which is still Missionary Impossible our best episode ever, number one, is Homer's Enemy. It's not gonna get knocked off
1: for a very long time, if ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of, you know, I figure you figure that when, uh, I knew when we left season eight, probably nothing, whatever would be number one, yeah. probably stay there. Yeah. I just want to get back to the top half, man. Uh, <laughs> Matt, don't know if there's any going back. Yeah. Our next episode is Days of Wine and Doses. Doses. Dozies. Dozies. dozies dozies There's no. It doesn't really work uh, fanatically, but whatever. um Barney recovering from alcohol. Being alcoholic. I don't remember this. I
1: i barely remember this episode. Well, I mean, it it was partially written by Dan Casanoletta, so it has to be good, right? Uh, No.
0: Okay. That's not true. I, I. 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 I'm hopeful, but maybe, I don't know, Barney's not a bad character. I think this episode's gonna, I think the problem, okay, we'll talk about that next week. There's a lot to bite, to chew off of (laughs) with alcoholism stuff, so we'll talk, I, again. Um, You can find this list at our website, simpsonshow.com, links to everything there, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, link to our Patreon, if you want to throw the show a couple dollars, we'd appreciate it, Um, helps keep the lights on, helps pay hosting, we appreciate it. Helps get all those episodes in the archive. Also, a bunch of bonus episodes and episode reviews and stuff on the Patreon if you want to go check that out. Um, I think that'll about do us for today. Uh, before we go, you can find me on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. You can please check out my other podcast, The Hansel Boys Comic Sour. It's about comic books. The most recent episode, we talked about Mr. Miracle, which is a very good comic book, and, uh, The Serial Fanaticist, about lots of nerdy things, um... I still have not not gotten any new episodes out since me and Matt discussing Lord of the Rings, but um are my hero academia. I forget where I'm at in my own continuity. I talk about, I podcast so much, guys. I record so many podcasts. I recorded two today and two yesterday. Um, whatever. So I please check it out. I encourage you. Thank you. Appreciate it if you do. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. That's a certain level of Patreon backer. You want to find him
1: uh that's true i have decided to move in with the naked mole rats because i fear cancer uh and they don't get it so i'm hoping they will tell me the the real uh you know answer to to not getting cancer and i sure hope it's not being a naked mole rat because they're not very attractive so if you let's contact me uh just uh go to your nearest hole in the ground uh give it to the rodent there uh just you know wrap it up in a little thing and they will bring it to me what if there's no and i'll get it back to you the same way just hang out by that hole and wait for my response
0: i'm robbie and i'm matt and I keep watching the simpsons Oh shh